We just people from the north side. Once the Timmy's hit the shore fine. Went to ready on the four ties. Heavy traffic during four five. Gotta hustle on your own time. Color people at before side. We just people from the north side. Once the Timmy's hit the shore fine. Went to ready on the four ties. Heavy traffic during four five. Hey guys, what's going on? It's your boy George Mackay. No, we're not live. I'm pre-recorded. <laughs> Don't worry. I wouldn't do that to you. Joe's your boy, George McKay, live at the CNE with the one and only returning, never lost, still in my heart, the reigning Impact World Champion, Josh Alexander. How are you, brother? I'm, I'm doing good. That was a hell of an intro. I couldn't even make you stumble on that thing. I tried my best. <laughs> you, might, you know what you're doing. You must be pretty good at this. You know? I, 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 coming from you, that's huge honor. That's really is. It's a huge honor. If you said it, it would have sounded bad, but I can say it. Yeah, that's true. If I said it, I would have just made it seem like I was building up my whole freaking ego. Yeah, exactly. So you're back. Yeah. You're returning. First time home. Rebellion. It was missed. You had to relinquish the title. All that stuff. You never got to get Steve Macklin for all the crap that he said. That he got injured. He had to relinquish. It was kind of almost like karmatic, was it not, if you think about it? I, I mean, that never crossed my mind. I was just so happy when he got hurt. <laughs> but he, we have to be clear. He lost the belt. And then he got hurt after he lost the that's belt. True. It's not like... He had the belt and he got hurt and he had to give it up like me because he's so awesome. Yeah. So, you know, it, it didn't sting as much, but, you know, it's pretty sweet to me. <laughs> so to expand on my question from the press conference, we t in the press conference I asked, I said, you know, you're looking forward to that title, but when that time comes, if it doesn't work, what's the next step? But I actually have to ask this. you got to coexist with Alex Shelley, Chris Saban, and Kushida. Saban and Kushida, I don't think you have to worry about, but how are you and Shelley going to keep stuff in check knowing that there's something very very gold and heavy in between you guys i would like to think that we're two like-minded competitors so like we value what happens in that ring he is the champion all the respect in the world to him he deserves that belt he won it fair and square and he probably should have won it a long time ago but for several other reasons he never was able to do that he finally you know after nearly 20 years in this company like the one guy who's been here the longest finally became Impact World Champion. So I'll give Shelly his roses. Uh, I don't think he's looking at me like I'm gonna take any shortcuts here and I'm not looking at him like he's gonna take any shortcuts. I'm gonna call him out eventually if he still has that championship. And you know, if he's the guy, it has to be that guy. Like time will come, that championship opportunity is uh, just waiting right now. Because as you said, I never lost. No, that's absolutely never lost. Longest rating Impact World Champion in history. When you get it back the second time, and yes, I did say when, when you get it back the second time, is the goal to beat the original record and become the longest, longest rating Impact World Champion? So you're like one, two? I mean, yeah, I guess you gotta set goals, right? I already have the most historic reign in this company's history. I, The one like bitter pill to swallow was that I, I never lost it. Like I, I, I was never like looking up the lights being like, oh, this thing's been taken away from me by some wrestler that is better than me that you know competed harder than me for whatever reason i never lost it like that which is the way you want to lose after especially after a historic run like the one i had so when i get it back it's just all about you know the same thing i i never looked like too far away into like this thing like i need to set this longest reign that was never in my mind it was just show to show from the moment I wanted, it was, you know, Tomohara Ishii, the first defense, and then like Joe Doring and Eric Young, and like the list went on month to month. And, uh, you know, I think it's gonna be much of the same because I, I just gotta keep focused on what's happening next because if I think too far in advance, you know, that's when you let your eye off the prize and, you know, things can be taken away from you. That's true, that's true. Now, you're getting a chance to wrestle home, first time four years. Iceman said of the ring, first time home, 
four years yeah. impact rebel entertainment complex probably one of the premier facilities in terms of pro wrestling here in the gta what is that going to mean for you to soak in that canadian crowd because you know when that music comes out you're just going to hear those walking weapon chants all throughout that building it's going to be fucking electric what it's gonna feel like? Yeah, man. I I don't know, man. Like I, I it's something I've looked forward to. Like you said, that my first pay per view with this company when they signed me was at Rebellion in Rebel Nightclub, and I have not wrestled in that building since. I wrestled in that building two or three times with my tryouts with Impact Wrestling, and then that first pay per view, and then because of the pandemic and all these other things that went in there, it avoided me. And in that time, longest reigning tag champion of all time historic exhibition run and then i you know went on to blaze this trail and like climbed to the very top of the mountain here in impact wrestling with that world championship and you know i was so looking forward to rebellion coming in there with that belt representing canada representing you know myself in front of all these fans that saw me grow from that teenage kid with a dream to you know now holding the championship being on top of the wrestling world and that was taken away from me so like it i'm i'm nervous about coming out of an emergence to be honest because uh it's probably going to be emotional for me, to be honest. So, I think it'll be emotional for a lot of us. Like it was, it was emotional to see you win. Like I don't know if you remember my video, but when you won, obviously I couldn't be there. <laughs> but I post online. Like I, I, I was real time reaction. I jumped out of my seat and I dropped my phone, yeah. mid reaction, and it hit the floor and I cracked my screen. But it was worth it. <laughs> it was worth it, dude. It was worth the hundred dollar fix. That's right. It absolutely right. was. Actually, it was sixty. I got it from a guy in Brampton. You know those guys. Brampton's got those There's guys. There's a kiosk somewhere. Somebody will do it. You can <laughs> yeah. talk them down. Absolutely. Flea markets all kinds. Well, before pandemic, flea markets all kinds yeah. anyways. But you're going on this journey. You're progressing through everything. How, when you, do, when you have an injury and you have that, not so much setback, but you have that stalemate in your career, how hard is it to stay mentally tough? Because you have to rebuild your body. But how hard is it to keep that mental focus? Again, knowing that you never lost that title, you had to let it go. Uh, the mental part's the hardest part. Physical pain, you know, if anybody's watched me wrestle over the past, you know, near 18 years I've been in this business, pain doesn't really stop me that much. Uh, only for the sake of me having, you know, my son Jet, my son Lucas there, did I even consider surgery this time to fix this injury? Because it's something I probably could have, you know, rehabbed and worked through and come back a little bit faster. But I didn't want to have a left arm that was compromised, you know, moving forward in my life with my children and all this other stuff. And, uh, the mental game, man, it's just sitting on your couch, watching everybody have all this success, do all these things that you want to do, and uh, not being part of the team. Like, Impact Wrestling, as much as we're competing for these championships and for everything else all the time, I look at that place like my family, everybody on that roster, from every knockout to every member of the male locker room to, you know, everybody on the crew, their family, for me to not be on the road, not be competing, not be, like, doing my part to try to grow this company and, like, get eyes on it. That ate away at me every day, so that's the part I'm looking forward to most coming back in emergence and then, you know, there on forward. Absolutely. I've always said this. Impact has that locker room vibe where, yes, you're competing, but it's a family and you just want to continue to excel and prove. Now, here's an interesting question. Impact went to Australia. Impact went to the UK. Impact's made a couple appearances here in Canada, getting more comfortable. Would you like to see an all-Canada tour go West Coast to East Coast, rep every city, every hood that you can in Canada? I think that would be amazing. Yeah, I, I've made it like a thing since I signed an Impact Wrestling and started getting more notoriety and stuff like that to take Canadian bookings. I've traveled to Vancouver. 
Uh, NEW in Vancouver is an indie promotion out there that puts on some of the greatest shows in all of Canada. There's another one in Winnipeg, WPW, some of the greatest shows I've ever been on in Canada. And then like through here, we all know the Toronto market's very strong, there's a lot of stuff here, this is where I came from, we have some of the best wrestlers in the world. But you move all the way to the East Coast and there's even more promotions. I, I think there's so much talent on Canada, uh, on the Canadian scene rather, and I, I think like much like you've heard me say in the past at you know, Destiny and stuff, it's that there's not enough eyes on us. Like it took me 14 years to get signed. And I think I was talented enough to be in that locker room far earlier than I was. It was just getting the eyes on me. And, you know, that's because we're in Canada. And this Canadian market does not flood out to be seen all around the world. And I think to put eyes on it, Impact could definitely help. And we could do a Canadian tour. So. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, I mean, you were one of the ones to come up. Speedball was the next one to come up. Who should pro wrestling fans, not Canadians, because we already know. But who should pro wrestling fans be keeping their eyes on that might be the next Canadian golden boy or girl to go through those impact doors? I mean, Jody Threat's killing it, but who is the next one that we should be watching? Who's Josh Alexander got his eyes on? Uh, I would put all my money on a guy named Judas Icarus out of Vancouver. I wrestled him in, like, probably his 50th match uh, right before the pandemic started, and it was one of the greatest matches I've ever had in my life. The kid is supremely talented. He's a natural and he blew me away at that point, and he's only gotten better since. I've kept an eye on everything he's been doing. I have tried pushing him in, you know, under the talent relations eyes of Impact Wrestling, and it's just, you know, it's just being ready for when the opportunity strikes. So I have no doubt that he will get an opportunity soon, whether it's, you know, for Impact Wrestling or a different company, but he's gonna be something special for the Canadian wrestling scene. That's right. I, I can't, I can't, listen, I can't argue with anything you say because it's always on point and we always agree. And it's not kissing my ass, it's the factual truth. You know, I mean, like you said, Toronto has some of the best wrestlers in the world and they also have some of the most golden voice podcasters in the world. It's incredible how we flow. You know that I, uh, I, uh, I actually did commentary for Destiny last weekend. Yeah. Full circle moment, man. First Destiny show, I saw you in that amazing four way match that you put on for the interim Destiny strap. And now full circle moment, I was able to commentate the last event. It's pretty damn cool how, how fun wrestling can actually be. So you got to see Judas Icarus up close. I absolutely, I got to call his match. The dude is fantastic, dude. Him and Gabriel Fuerza tore it down. Of course, Fuerza, you know, he did his dirty deeds and he, he got the win. But hey, Ric Flair did it for years. A win is a win no matter how it happens. I just like being able to look at myself in the mirror when I get home, you know? That's true. <laughs> well, Fuerza looks at himself in the mirror and then he just does this yeah, and makes himself feel good. <laughs> it's a different thing. Yeah, I'll give you that. It's a different type of mirror. You gotta wonder if his reflection stares back at him though and gives him shit. <laughs> so, what was one of the things you did do on your downtime? Final question, I'll let you go enjoy the C&E and all the games and stuff. But when you were with the boys and you were rehabbing, when you weren't working through it all and recovering, did you get into some video games? Did you watch some old movies? What did Josh Alexander do for fun, man? Did you discover a new musical artist that you never knew you enjoyed? Uh, no, I, I don't think that's... Uh, no, I don't think... I, I listen to the same music I listened to like 15 years ago. I can't, I can't seem to gra like find anything new that really catches me. Really? I mean, Jade hasn't opened your eyes up to anything? You know, I opened her eyes up. Really? Yeah, she was a hip-hop fan through and through when I met her and Backstreet Boys and all this stuff from her childhood. But, right on. Uh, I'm... I love everything, but I love country music. My father was a country musician. Okay. So like Luke Combs, Chris Stapleton, all this stuff. I've got her into listening to country now, so I, I switched her on board of something. But uh, what I did, uh, it might have been two weeks after my surgery when I got home, I was sitting around, I went and bought a PS5. Nice. <laughs> and I play NBA 2K every year. Yes. Uh, that, that's, that's my game through and through. I'll play it every single day all year until the next one comes out and buy the new one and just go. 
that's the only game I've ever played, but I uh, I got the PS5 and I played Ghost of Tsushima and all these other games and I really, because I had time sitting on the couch all day, right? So I did that to take my mind off things when, you know, my mind was getting on the wrong things. So. I like that. I like that. That's awesome. Well, you know, you and I got to get thrown down a little NBA 2K then. Oh, I do not play online. I don't like No, no, we don't have to play online. We'll just play oh, okay. side by side. That, that, that's fine. I'll have you over at the house yeah. and we'll just play side I'm by side. I'm not an online guy. No, no. I can't do that. I'm I too old for that. I, I, I can't deal with you online because I just snap and I'm like, I got to remember, that's like a 10-year-old kid on the other side, so I'm like, forget it. <laughs> it's too much. So help me settle this debate then. One bonus question. My wife and I, we do listen to country. We're not hardcore, but we do appreciate it. She says I look like Jason Aldean. Do you see it? Do I do I look like I have some Jason Aldean in me? You're gonna have to Google that. That's fine. Take a I'm minute. Gonna, I'm gonna look up photos of Jason because the ones in my head, I don't think so. Thank God that maybe we can finally put this to rest, honey. This is for you. Yeah, yeah, you do. <laughs> right here. It's it's yeah. It's pretty. I I really thought that was gonna go my way. I'm Thanks. Sorry. The wife always wins. She does. There you go, Mrs. Host. That's for you. I uh, apparently am Jason Aldean's doppelganger. <laughs> it's a bitter pill to swallow, but if Josh Alexander says it, it's got to be true. Hey, it's better than like Drew Carey or something. Let's be I've honest. gotten right. Kevin James before. Yeah, that, it's better than Kevin James. Yeah, okay, I'll take that. There you go. Jason Aldean. Right on. Yeah. Right on. Jason Aldean, I'll take it. Yeah, you're right. Actually, you're right. I, I should rock a cowboy hat and just lean into it a little bit more. I don't know about that. No, no, that's. I would like to see a try. I like. I could. I don't think I could pull it off. To be honest, I got a huge head, man. It's ridiculously big. <laughs> All right, guys, that's it for this one. My homie, my friend, my good brother, Josh Alexander, back here on Straight Talk. Now holding the record, still five times strong, man. The record is mine. All the records are mine. The tag team championships, the Impact World Championship, and Straight Talk. Straight Talk. That's amazing, guys. Live from the CNE. Peace, love, and wrestling. If you have not got your emergent tickets, what the hell are you doing? Sunday's going to be stacked. Monday's going to be incredible. I'm going to be there both days. Apparently, I have to buy Ross donuts, but we'll work that out. Peace, love, and wrestling. See you guys next time. Thank you so much for watching. Please don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, and turn on that notification bell so you get notified each time we post a video. Alternatively, you can check us out on all podcast platforms and host it on Podbean. We are also available on the SNME Network. That's the Sunday Night Main Event Patreon. Please feel free to check us out there as well. And don't forget to follow us on all social media platforms at underscore Straight Talk on Twitter, at Straight Talk Wrestling on Instagram, Straight Talk Wrestling on Facebook, Straight Talk Wrestling on TikTok. And of course, you can check out all our merch at ProWrestlingTees.com. I don't need a nigga co-sign. Without the liquor, you become a victim. You ain't never got a pole mine. I ain't messing with this generation. Fuck your gender, I ain't got...